You just accessed Shekinah Glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Tracy Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. So this morning, I'm going to continue on with pursuing your greatness. Someone say pursuing Pursuing my greatness. greatness. And I have another subtopic, but I'm not going to give it to you just yet. I want to wait until we get a little bit more into our uh, review first, okay, after the review. So let's go to Ephesians 2.10 in the amp. These are foundational scriptures that I'm going to share with you. These are things that um, I have personally used, scriptures, and the, the nuggets I'm going to give you are things that I have personally used and I have been using and will continue to use to transform my life. I'm telling you, as believers, we have to know the importance of the Word of God and what God has said so that we can transform our mind. The Bible said, be ye transformed, how? By the renewing of your mind. And we got to learn how, learn how to do this. It's not easy for everybody. Let me, let me just say this. It's not automatic, and it's not easy for most people. So we're going to explain to you why we have to renew the mind this morning. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to walk this out. I can't go fast because if I go too fast, somebody's going to miss it. This will be one of the most vital teachings to your destiny, to you walking in success. I mean this with everything I have. It will transform your life, okay? So I want to take my time. I'm not going to go real fast. I'm going to try to just somebody say, take it slow. And in my Pastor X voice, I'm going to take the slow road. Praise God. Okay, let's read this together. And y'all got to ride with me, okay? So let's roll. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taken paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Week after week, I have shared this with you guys. God has prearranged and made ready for us to live what? The good life. And someone said, what is the good life? A life that's totally fulfilled in God. I heard you saying that, well, I have a good life because, of course, I have all these material blessings. Guess what? Material blessings does not qualify you for living, quote, unquote, uh, the good life. There are a lot of people who have material blessings, but they are really unhappy. They're miserable. And and let me give you another nugget. No matter what uh, someone tried to uh, share with you, no matter what they try to tell you, if you don't have Jesus, if you do not have the God uh, kind of life, it's not a good life. Okay. Then on the other hand, we have saints who think just because they have God, they're living a good life, and that's inaccurate. That's not accurate because you can have God and I'm going to tell you right now and all of your needs are not met. You're not living a good life. Matter of fact, it's contradictory to the word of God for that religious saint who thinking I just have Jesus. and I don't need anything else because Jesus said I came that you might have life. And that word life means Zoe life in the overflow, the God kind of life and have it more abundantly. So abundantly, abundant life, the good life, is a life where all your needs are met. Not just your needs are met, but you can bless others as well. And a lot of church people don't believe this. They they just don't want to receive this. And that's that's really like, oh, God, I know I'm going to get in trouble, but that's like slapping Jesus in the face. Do you know he paid a price for us to have wholeness of life? 
Matter of fact, salvation means wholeness, nothing missing and nothing broken. You, I mean, it's not, it's not a good testimony. It's not a good witness for us to say we love God and we not have a good life. Whole life prosperity. Jesus paid a serious price. So the Bible tells us, and in this scripture, it says that he prearranged and made ready for this good life for us to live. But once again, a lot of saints, I truly believe, are not experiencing the good life. And I'm going to give you the reasons why this morning. And some of you might have, might have heard this, but it's, I'm going to hit you a little bit different this morning. The word of God is pregnant, as my pastor always say. What do you mean by pregnant? It's always, it's continuously growing. And, and, and as you're developing, there's times when you'll go back and you'll read that same scripture. Well, I'll talk about me. I'll go back to a scripture I've read years for years and years and years. And all of a sudden, I'm like, mm, I didn't see that. So this morning, open your mind for change. Tell yourself, self, self. I am open, I am open. To, grow to grow and to change, and to change. This, morning. this morning. And as a result, as a result my life. Will be, will be changed and empowered, and empowered for, the better. for the better. Now give him a shout of praise. So we know he made prearranged for us to live the good life, okay? And I heard you, but, but I, I, heard, I heard that. I, 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 I believe that. I want to believe that, but not for me. I'm glad you said that. Go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 4 in the message translation. And you can read this with me as well. Let's read. It is clear to us, friends, that God not only loves you very much, but has also put his hands on you for something special. So tell yourself, self, God has put his hands on me for something special. But guess what? You got to believe that. You have to believe that. You, no, no, I want to say it again. You have to believe that with tears in your eyes, Father, I believe no matter what my circumstance look like, that you have your hands on me for something special and that I was meant to live the very, very, very best good life that you have for me. You have to believe that. And most people don't. Most saints don't. He has his hands on you for something special. Don't let anybody talk you out of that. Don't let any church talk you out of that. Let me go over here. Don't let any pastor tell you anything less. I don't care if you smoked all the weed in Georgia last night, if that's possible. God still have his hands on you for something special. You just got to start believing it. No matter what your background look like, God has placed his hands on you for something special. And repeat this after me. <laughs> I am pursuing all of my dreams. In 2017, no matter what it looks like, I'm pursuing my dreams because greatness is hidden on the inside of me. Now, remember, I shared, with you, shared this with you before. Your future is not ahead of you, but it's hidden on the inside of you. And I also share with you, your greatness is not just ahead of you, but guess what? It's hidden on the inside of you. So now what I'm doing as your teacher this morning is helping you to pull that thing out of you. Because if you can't see it, you'll never be it. Amen. And let me give you another nugget. I have some good news, though. Even if you can't see it, I heard a man of God saying this, believe in somebody else's faith in you till you can get there. If pastor said it's in me, I know it's in here. Lord, right now, Lord, help me. But I got to believe that what she's telling me is truth. I see it in the word of God. I believe it, God. I might have tears in my eyes, but I'm going to press until I get there. Because guess what? I have some bad news and I have some good news. The bad news is this. 
<laughs> and I'm getting ahead of myself, but you didn't have a choice about basically how you feel about uh, your beliefs about yourself as a child. That's when it was developed. Some of us might have not have grown up in an environment that was uh, actually conducive for our personal growth and development as far as believing in ourselves. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I have to share something with you. <laughs> that in order for a person to self-actualize and to rise to their highest potential, any child, it takes three, three detrimental things to take place, okay? <laughs> First of all, you need genuineness. People who genuinely accept you for who you are, and a lot of people don't have that. They just didn't know. It's going to take acceptance, unconditional positive regard to somebody who unconditionally loves you and accepts you, once again, the way you are. And it's going to take empathy. Everybody wants to be heard and understood. That's why even as our children don't, get away from me, I don't have time for that. Let them speak. <laughs> they did a survey, and I've shared this before, and I'll share it again. They went into this school system. Actually, they did it with the classroom, two particular classrooms. And they told this particular classroom, they told these kids, you're all gifted. And they told the teacher, you're teaching gifted children. We're doing a survey, and they was just letting them know that we're going to be doing this experiment, so you're going to be teaching the gifted class. Now, these are all gifted children, okay? And they went into the next classroom, and in that particular classroom, they said, listen, you guys are slow. Y'all can't learn. We're going to place you over here so that you can, you know, basically get what you can get. And they told the teacher, you know, you're, you're, you're not one of my, our top teachers, so you just do what you can do in this classroom, okay? After they completed the survey, at the end of the year, the class who they said was gifted aced every test. The teacher just was very creative, and she just, I mean, they went in. But the classroom that they, they shared and told them that they were not good learners and that the teacher was just an average teacher, that she wasn't that good, the scores, all their test scores were low. But actually what had happened, they had told the slow class that they were gifted. And they had told the gifted kids that they were slow. <laughs> Belief is vital. And we're going to talk about self-image. What, self what does self-image have to do with anything? It's vital to your destiny. It's the master key to your success, to you walking in your greatness. According to Forbes magazine, and I'm going slow, there's going to be at least, they said, 100,000 new millionaires by the year of 2020. That's what Forbes predicted. Okay? And they said 17% of those will not even have a college degree. Wow. Now, that should, somebody should have shouted right there. But guess what? The person who's sitting here that self-image is not right, you cannot believe that it's for you. Because statistics have proven... Brianna, that we will never earn any more than we subconsciously believe that we deserve. I'm fixing to prove it to you. 10% more or 10% less than what you subconsciously believe you deserve. For an example, if you've been saying, I'm tired of cashiering, and you saw a position that you read about in the paper and you saw on the internet, of course, nobody read the paper anymore but my mother, but on the internet, <laughs> so if you still read the paper, praise God for the people who read the paper. But you won't even apply for the position. God has said, okay, pick the job you want and I'll give it to you. Okay, y'all. You get in here and you pray and you talk in tongues and you say, pray, believe you have received, you have whatever you say. That's what you say it. But you won't even apply for the position. I heard someone saying it was a quote and <laughs> if you teach a man to become inferior, if there's not a back door, 
he'll create one. And I'm paraphrasing it. So in other words, when your self-esteem is low, your self-image is low, and what you believe about yourself is low, you won't even come through the front. You're going to automatically go through the back. What does this have to do with, with, with finances? What does this have to do with greatness? Because you never earn any more than what you subconsciously believe that you deserve. You'll be frying french fries at McDonald's until Jesus get back here if your image is not right. Matter of fact, you won't even try to go back to school to get training because somebody told you that classroom that said you were slow grows up on the inside of you. That's why you can't speak everything over your children. Don't let, it, let anybody speak just anything over your life. And never let somebody else's opinion of you become your reality. I was listening to one of the top motivational speakers in this country, and she said, this is what she said. She said that when she was in school, she wrote a paper. And her teacher told her that this is the worst paper I ever read in my life. Don't you ever try to write again in your life. That's how bad she said the paper was. She's gone on to write seven best-selling. She's one of the uh, seven best-selling books. Hit New York Times best-selling. She said she went back and found the teacher and let her know, huh, this is what I've done. But imagine the children of the people who wasn't strong enough to do that, that didn't beat the odds. And there are a lot of people sitting in the body of Christ right now who can't beat the odds, who seem to, to have it so deeply implanted in them that they can't do it and that there will never be anybody. Let it stop them. Let me give you another nugget. According to statistics, it's 80% of your beliefs in yourself and 20% of what you really know, whether or not you're going to walk in this greatness whether you're going to achieve success. Okay, let me go over here. It's 80%, Kim, of your beliefs about yourself and what you can do and 20% of what you really know. They still don't like that. I need some scripture. I'm glad you said that. But before I go to the scriptures, I heard that person. I heard that religious person because you're loud this morning. I hear you. You're saying, well, why do I need finances? Why do I need to be great? Because you can't afford to be poor. Two things that's going to take, and I thank God for my pastor, for this Bible to be taught. I'm sorry for this word to be spread, the gospel to be spread, and, and this Bible to be taught across the world. It's going to take people and finances, and it's going to take people with finances. I was watching the TV, and Lord knows my heart went out to victims. Well, I won't call them victims because uh, God has caused them victorious, but people who have survived the hurricanes and people who might be in the hurricanes, and, and my heart went out. But guess what? Right now, they don't need your heart just to go out. They need some money. But check this out. If it's between the light bill being paid here and we sending money to Houston or Florida, wherever they might need it, what your options going to be? Okay, somebody be real. Be real. To thine own self, be true. Okay, another question. I just want to submit something. I'm not being ugly. I'm, I'll put everybody in the same boat. I'm not being judgmental this morning, okay? I'm making sure I'm not. But if they told you you had to leave, what, what, what could you do? If you had to jump up and go out of town today and stay somewhere and eat, okay? For, for, no, we should say seven days for two days. We won't even take it to seven. What? No, this, this is truth. We, you love God. You Bible talking, Bible walking, knee jerking. <laughs> Tying some kind of bow ties. I need a Honda, I need a Honda. But a Honda is not going to get you out of town without any gas. What scripture? I know my Bible. 
I will bless you, the Bible said, to be a blessing. But how are you going to get be a blessing when your belief system is erroneous and you sitting up in a church somewhere arguing over who got on what, who's wearing what? Really? Empower my mind. It'll change the outside. And the Bible say, I will give you the power to get wealth. To help establish this covenant. Somebody's believing God this morning, but they need more than your prayers. They need more than I'm praying for you. Somebody's child is hungry. Somebody in here is hungry. Y'all said, okay, I got food passing my stomach growling, but it's okay. (laughs) But then there are some who can't buy it. While we're talking about out of town, there's somebody in here now. And as a child of God, it's not a good witness. Matter of fact, it's not a good witness to our children. A person with poor self-image, you can't help but to raise children with poor self-image because you cannot duplicate anything that you're not. That came from the Holy Ghost. Then they'll grow up talking about, my mama loved God, she got a good shout, but we stayed broke. My daddy has a good shout, but anytime there was needs in the family or anytime I wanted something, I could never get it. And then you wonder why they grow up and they want to go to the secular world. Let, let me go over here. I know we, no, I'm not being, I'm, I want the reality to hit us. That there's greatness on the inside of us and it's detrimental that we learn how to walk in it. And your self-image is vital to whether you walk in this greatness or not. And people want to play church. Well, you got catch up to do. And in order for a person to rise to their highest potential and to become the great person you are created to be, the image that you have in your head must be congruent with the person, the ideal person you want to become. If not, you're going to have cosmic dissonance. Okay, y'all looking at me in this tone of voice. You're, you're, you're in a state of, because I want to do right. Okay. And that's what happens in the body of Christ. There are people who hear the word, they say they want to do what's right, but guess what? <laughs> The actions are contrary because whatever you believe about yourself is how you're going to act. And it's going to cause you either to have positive behavior or negative. We know how you feel about yourself based upon how you act. I'm going to give you a test this morning. Oh, you, yeah, you came to church for a good reason. I'm going to show you how to know where you are this morning. You won't be confused when, we ha- when we're completed, okay? Okay, but where is that in the Bible? I heard you, religious person. See, the Bible says the, the tradition of man will make the word of God has made it to none effect. See, because you want to go into church and you want to shout. And nothing's wrong with a good shout, but to be shouting broke is not good. You might hurt something. You can't even go to the hospital. You don't want to do That's not a good witness. Well, God will cover you. I, well, we pray he's covering you. It's time out for going in and just shouting and, 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 and hooping and hollering and are you talking about my church? No, I'm talking about you, actually. No, I heard you. I'm talking about us, then. That we have to do better. The Bible said Israel had a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. The Bible said, oh, you're getting to get an understanding. I'm trying to give you an understanding that the reason why some are not where they need to be, they can't pursue that greatness, is because of the wrong self-image. And self-image is how do you see yourself? Now, self-esteem is how I feel about myself, and it, it's, they're connected. Because if I see myself as little, I'm going to feel little about myself, and my results are going to be little. And you and you alone know how you really feel about yourself, and I'm going to show you how, to, how we can determine that in just a little bit, okay? 
I heard you. Now, I need some scripture. I'm glad you need scriptures. Go to, uh, first of all, go to Genesis 126. I'm going to break this down. I've been studying on this, and I'm going to continue to study. I will be an expert in this. Oh, yes, I shall Amen. be, because the body of Christ yes. needs some help. We need help. Amen. Amen. I'm getting ahead of myself, but that competition spirit, that's, that, that's poor self-image. See, those of us who are the right image, we don't compete, but we have complete each other. I don't hate on, no, I don't, I don't, no. Mm-mm. I'm getting ahead of myself, but no, 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 no. We're going to talk about that, though. And it's a lot of it going on, and I hate to put this out there across live stream, but it's true in the body of Christ. It's a lot of it's going on, you guys. Yeah, yes, it is. Because of poor self-image. I know it's truth. Then God said, I heard you, well, well, how should I feel about myself? I'm glad you're saying that. How should I, how, how, what should I believe? Okay, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So I have dominion over the creeps. <laughs> Even those inner creeps. You got dominion over those inner creeps. Because, see, a lot of times we don't even have to be concerned about people on the outside because that inner man, I-N-N-E-R-M-A-N, he's so, I won't use this word, but he's so messed up that, that you don't even have to have somebody to talk you out of that position because you've talked yourself out of it. That's why leave people alone. You know, I don't need to hear the, the negative. 95% of people don't need negative feedback because guess what? Okay, self-sabotaging thoughts. But the Bible says, God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. So we were made in the image of God, and we're supposed to have dominion. But you know why a lot don't have dominion? Because they're not operating in the right image. How are you going to have dominion and and live like the royalty you're supposed to when your mindset is a servant? You have a servant mindset. I don't mean the servant as a servant in the word of God, but a slavery mentality. And you know what God shared with me this morning? We as a people, we really was doomed in the natural from years before we were even born. Because see what the slave masters did to a lot of people in our culture, they, they got in the head. They, they were in your, they, 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 they taught you to have low self-image because once I start coming through that back door, immediately I think I'm inferior. Once I start sitting on the back of the bus, I believe that this is where I'm supposed to be until I have a a mind, a paradigm shift. And even though they don't tell me I have to go to the back of the bus anymore because that is imprinted in my mind, now I will create a back seat or a back door. Unless someone tell me I is somebody. Okay, y'all didn't hear this. And I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's why, you know, people play with these affirmations and confessions. But you, the only way you're going to gonna get rid of old history is, is creating new. The only way you're going to come out of old information and old mindsets is creating new. And I'll tell you now, you say you don't have time for this. You can't afford not to do this. Two or three or four times a day. Matter of fact, whenever your mind go in left field, I'll be saying I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am smart enough. I am pretty enough. I am anointed enough. And I am enough. When that inner man try to tell you contrary. There is greatness inside of me. Because God said it. He said, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. I heard you. The Bible said don't think highly. See, learn to interpret your scriptures. It says don't think more highly than you ought to think. 
No, I don't think I'm better than anybody, but I'm just as good. How about that? Hey, we're two important people having a conversation. I don't care how much money you make, baby. It's just a matter of time. I'll be there, too. I'm not competing. I'm just waiting on my development. Hey, I'm working my process. Some of you are in a process of growth. And see, the trick of the enemy is to keep you thinking low. Because you'll never, ever, ever go any higher than where you think, once again, you deserve to be. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.